I one time spent the night in a gay bar. I had one of those, and I'm like 60 years old. Clit. I don't like the word twat. Wake me up with a Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you are in the mix. Stoked you are joining us for episode 84 of the show. As always, we appreciate it when you reach out. A lot of listener interaction this week, and we would love to hear from you here. Uh, you can email us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can send us a voicemail, leave us a voicemail, 949 464 TBLS. As always, I implore you to like our page on Facebook, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. That is where you can find the show. You can find all my radio appearances. All of the blog posts that everyone here on the show does show up there, as well as just random bullshit that we run into. We post there to keep yourself informed as to what is going on in the baller lifestyle world. Definitely follow our Facebook page. Um, joining me now, as always, not, someone not yet outed as an AshleyMadison.com member. Of course, I'm talking about Ed Daly. Ed, how the fuck are you? I'm doing well. I'm on pins and needles about that Ashley Madison thing. I didn't realize it was that big. That guy was making some big bucks. Jesus, that guy was making tons, tons of money. Uh, I had a couple quick things I noticed. Yes. When we were talking about Straight Outta Compton, this was yes. something that hit me in the theater, and I, I saw it by myself. So I, I had no one to tell, and I forgot about it or just blocked it from my memory. Do you remember there was a scene when they're first getting discovered, and like they go perform at like a roller rink, yeah. and there was a bunch of record guys there. Yep. One of the guys was bald, had a white beard, white hair, and was like, sorry, you know, it's not going to work. Can't do it with this kind of group. Yes. That dude was chainsaw from summer school. You are fucking kidding me. I, I swear I noticed it and I immediately on my phone was like, that's fucking chainsaw. And I looked up, um... I looked, looked up. up I looked up summer school, and I was like chainsaw, and I clicked. And his most recent credit was straight out of Compton. So, like, just so you know, the like the the wild youngster in the movie Summer School is now playing a bald, white bearded record executive. Unbelievable! Re- really, the hero of Summer School. I mean, <laughs> he was fucking great. He was Mr. great. Mister Dave Shoup was it? Dave hero. Dave and Chainsaw was it? Dave? D- yeah, it was like Dave a regular name. Yeah. Those guys were the, the stars, and Jesus, he's he's an old record executive now. Yeah, wow, unbelievable. See, this is why I like having you around, Ed. It's, I would never have noticed that. You pulled that right out of your fucking ass. Chainsaw from Summer School, really one of the great eight, one of the unheralded great movies of the 1980s. It, it really, nobody thinks about it or talks about it. That was fun. I remember really enjoying it in the theater. Really, and... Uh, Oh, and the the hot chick. 
Courtney Thorne Smith. No, 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 no. The really hot chick, the Spanish chick. Oh, right, yeah. Who's she? She she became a lot of vagina in Austin Powers. That's right. She was real hot chick. That is right. She was. She was hindered by the. She was before her time. She was hindered by that accent. And now you got Sofia Sofia Vergara just jamming that accent down everybody's throat. Right. Um, and there's, there's one, there's one other thing I felt I should bring up. I've just read, uh, at, on the Washington posts, uh, just like maybe an hour ago, this, this headline seems like it's gotta be the onion, but it's true. Guest at jelly belly chairman's family reunion killed by world war two era armored vehicle. Yes. What? I, I saw this. Um, he was giving somebody a ride on his tank. Of World War II tank. Yes, and the guy was riding, I mean, thoughts and prayers, rest in peace, terrible way to go, but the guy was riding on top on the outside of a tank. Yeah, we're, listen, a, we're, we're, fi- we're, we're not endorsing death, we're not happy about somebody dying, not. but what the fuck is going on when the chairman of Jelly Belly has enough for just vehicles from World War II to, to mess around with? Here's the thing, like... I notice I say, here's the thing too much. I think somebody pointed that out to me and now I'm very self-conscious about it. I say it about 20 times every episode. So no one, no one needs to remind me of that. But somebody did that to me about apparently like, Oh really? Maybe 10 years ago. Uh, And and I, I cut it out and there's every once in a while, like the word apparently comes up and I like figure out a way around it. But like, that's, that's the thing I'm always nervous about saying. Uh, I I have like 20 of those. Um, Jelly bellies are like a nickel for a five-gallon tub. That's what I'm saying. How does this guy have this much money? How You can't get rich on selling something that, A, you only buy at Easter. Does jelly belly, like, is that a front? Is it, is it really yayo factory? Could be. I'll tell you what, though, and this may be controversial. Okay. If I see a bag of Jelly Bellies, it's like impossible for me not to grab an entire handful and eat them all. Mm, I, I find them delicious. I, I, I do enjoy digging in a little bit on Easter if there's like an Easter egg hunt kind of thing. Yeah. But I can I can resist. I have a much harder time with with uh, you know bowl of chips or something like that. Oh really? You're you're a sa- what you're saying is you're a savory guy. Yeah. 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 I uh, yeah, I'm mo- I'm mostly a savory guy. You know, I try to I try to keep it healthy. I stay away from the sugar. But if they're and it's and not just the shitty like CVS jelly beans. But like Jelly Belly is like they they come up with some real flavors. They're good. Yeah, buttered popcorn. They got jalapeno. They got lots of different flavors. Peanut I, butter. I they got they got some interesting ones. I love them all. But here, here's here's something else. See, how I changed it. I almost said here's the thing. There you go. So, and I, I change, I change it at the last second. Um, I don't want to ride on anybody's thing. No, not like, interested. You've great got a tank. I don't, I don't want to go on somebody's boat. I don't want to go on no. anybody's anything. Nope. I don't want, I don't want to ride. I just I got m- to your house. I don't yeah. want to then be in transportation. <clears throat> no. I just want to be there. Agreed. Like, where's hey, the bar? Ta- you know, yeah. let me take you for a spin around in my any. No, yeah. I. Hit my vintage Corvette. It's cool. It's re- it's beautiful. I don't want to ride in it. Beautiful. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the upstairs of your home. Don't no. care. House tour, not really into. Guess what? There's a bedroom up there. 
Got it. Bathroom. Sure. Master bathroom. Yeah. Oh, nice bathrooms. look at that walk-in closet. Don't give a shit. Don't give, give a shit about your car. Don't give a shit about your bedrooms. Memorabilia collection. No. Not interested. No. You know, if, you know who that memorabilia collection's for? You. You. That's exactly. It. No, That's it's it. for you to be able to show me because you think I'm impressed. The same as your fucking tank. I don't want to ride on your tank. I don't want to see your Mickey Mantle bat. I don't give a shit. Don't want to. Don't want to see your your kid's school project. I no, of course not. Well, that's just crazy talk, right Stop. there. I I you, one thing. There's many ways you might hear me to have died prematurely, Ed. Maybe <laughs> I mean shot by a jealous husband. Yeah. You could see that happening. Um ejaculated himself to death like over ejaculated <laughs> that could happen maybe little too buzz step off the wrong curb you know i'm not perfect here's a way you'll never hear me die riding on someone's tank right right it, i don't i don't give I'm a not shit gonna take that ride don't give a shit if this fired at rommel once upon a time i don't care no I definitely don't. Like, why are those still a thing? Like, melt them down. Make them into something else. Do we need... Does, does there's no way there's a functional a reason for that. No. No one needs a tank. I will say this, now that we're on the subject. I finally saw the interview that Seth Rogen, James Franco, the one that, like, yeah. pissed off North Korea. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie. I was, was gonna. Movie. I was. I was afraid you were gonna say it wasn't good. I found it to be a pretty enjoyable. I did it like probably when it came out. It was like pay per view. Yeah. I I did it like around Christmas time. I remember like yeah, when it, it and it was good. I yeah. I, I remember having uh, having a drink and just watching a movie and enjoying it. Fancy sauce and I the same this weekend. I've had a couple cocktails. We're looking for something to watch. I'm like, wait, we haven't seen this. Threw it on. And they just laugh my they ass just, off. That is very funny. They treat them like a bitch. Yeah, they treat they really go for it in the end. Yeah. Like they really there's some serious violence. There's tons of jokes throughout it. Seth Rogan is funny to me. I, I like yeah, everything I'm, he does. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a fan. I'm, like yeah, it, I'm it, I was that. afraid it was gonna be overhyped, and then I was like, you know what? It is fun just just bagging on a dictator like that. Totally. I was prepared to like turn it off halfway through. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no, really, uh, I endorsed that movie. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, Ed, we got some emails to get to. Let's hit some listener email. First one, Brian and Ed, listener since episode one, was watching preseason football on Sunday because I'm a huge loser and saw a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial advertising a contest where the winner would host an in-person fantasy football draft at the NFL headquarters. I can't imagine a worse hell than spending hours on end with a bunch of fantasy football jagoffs in a shitty conference room eating some terrible wings. Signed, Ron in Myrtle Beach. I like that we have a listener in Myrtle Beach. That's awesome. Ed, first, you know me. I don't play fantasy football. I don't think you play fantasy football either. But how is there a contest where where the prize 
is just going to an office building and having your fantasy football draft at someone's office. I don't like, oh, cool, it's the NFL headquarters. It's not it's, like it's at the, it's at the headquarters, or it's like the NFL is giving you a bunch of shit. No, it's at the according to Ron and Myrtle Beach, it's at the headquarters. Yeah, the conference room. I mean, the amount of money flowing through the NFL, they could probably have some nice digs, but like. That means you're in New York City, right? Whereas, like, there are there are a thousand great bars, yeah. to have a fantasy football draft. I I I'm not in a fantasy football. Like, I don't do the NFL Good. football Good. thing. However, I don't. I am not like you in that I'm against it. I just got bored with it because I felt like Brady's number one. Or Rogers is number one. Brady's two. Like, it's a very like formulaic thing, and I just to me and. But the best part is the draft when I did it, like because you're just getting drunk and just busting people's balls. Yeah, you get together with your buddies and get drunk. Like, I, I, could I do thought that. that could be fun, and like if you, but you go to a bar, of course. And I can't speak. I've never been to a Buffalo Wild Wings. I if the if you're saying the, the wings are bad, then uh, that's a real problem. But like, I would think the NFL could get some good stuff. But if they're not providing booze. And you're just getting wings from Buffalo Wild Wings, then you're just hanging out in the conference. I, I understand the wings at Buffalo Wild Wings to be pretty good. I think they do wings pretty well. I don't. I've I've never. I think I met somebody for a beer at one once, but I didn't have any wings. Um, but yeah, I but don't. Yeah, that, I mean that aspect of it is fun when right. you're just drinking and eating wings. Oh, yeah, I love that. It's like but my favorite in, pastime. In a conference room, that's a that's a real bummer. Kind of weird, yeah. Because people like they go to they have conference rooms in their like day to day life. You don't you don't want to be just in a conference room when you're actually trying to have fun. Yeah, you know, a, a, a prize. Yeah, it's the NFL. We get it. Like, but it's that's just the office where you do shit. Like, it's not a stadium. It's not like you've rented out something special. It's like and just where Roger Goodell with, works. Yeah, hanging out with Roger Goodell. Like, is he going to come in and be like, "Hey guys, have a good time"? Like. That's that's about as fun as when the pit boss comes by your crap table. It's like, yes, you get, you get good, very, good luck. Have a nice roll. You get very <laughs> tense. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Get out of here. Okay, here's another one. This is from Chris. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Ed Daly asking if J.J. Watt is a, quote, gentleman of the peers. And I'm still <laughs> laughing about that, too. And I'm wondering if we can get a greatest hits compilation of Ed's various methods of questioning whether someone might be gay in a non-offensive way. Personally, I've always gone with I bet that guy owns Troy on DVD. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thanks for the show, Chris. I believe Troy, is that the, is that the Brad Pitt vehicle? Yeah, and uh, I think it's like the sword and sandals right. kind of. Yeah, like that's that's a fantastic term. Yeah, yeah that, and, is, uh, that is pretty all, good. Yeah, all I can say to Troy is uh, – yeah, thanks. Thanks for the kind words, and we will keep them coming. I, I I think owns Troy on DVD might have to make it into the rotation. That's pretty sweet. I like. Well, let's file that between Lucky Pierre and uh, Warren Bruder. <laughs> Warren Bruder's <laughs> awesome. I like Gentlemen of the Peers because I've been trying to advise people. I see. I know things, and yeah. I happen to know, or I'm I'm familiar with the lore that harbors any kind of. Near anywhere near water, where commerce is happening near water, yeah, is a big, big anonymous gay sex breeding ground. There's a lot of glory hole action, a lot of anonymous hand jobs going on. If you live near a body of water, any kind of port, 
anything with a pier, anything where there's vessels, there is a lot of anonymous gay sex happening. So a gentleman of the peers strikes me as that that's 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 an allusion to what's happening around the ports yeah and and i'm just thinking the the one time that i spent like a significant amount of time in a gay bar it was a friend of uh (laughs) hold on hold on yeah can you say that again slowly (laughs) so that can be the cold open yes uh yeah so I one time spent the night in a gay bar and <laughs> not as opposed to the other time. There's a place called uh, Boots and Saddle in uh, New York City. And on a couple of different occasions, it's been somebody's like, hey, should we meet somewhere? And it's like, yeah, let's meet at Boots and Saddle, like someone who doesn't know the city. Right. And then they go in there and then like, you know, after five minutes, they run outside and you're waiting. Because they're at a but, gay bar. Yeah, that's that's a different story. But one time it was... Uh, you know, my my wife is in the advertising business. That's right. Which, you know. A lot of gays in the advertising yeah. business. We get it. So there was a friend who, a uh, friend, co-worker, that a bunch of us went out for his birthday and he had it at a gay bar. Yeah. And so I went there and I was, and it was right by the Hudson River. It was along mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. yeah. So it just goes, goes to, to your point that, yeah. I think the gentlemen of the peers, they, they like water-based activity. Oh, they, they love a guy. But like I was in awe of those guys. Yeah. Those guys were just, they were after it. They're just way, it's, they just have a way cooler dating social scene. Well, yeah, because they're all guys. Yeah. There's just so little bullshit. Guys are after it. I, but it was a little tiring just watching how much aggression was going also, on. Also, but you, a straight guy, a straight guy is the ultimate prize to a gay man. <laughs> the conversion a factor. gay man wants to be able to brag it's just like <laughs> it's just just like you want to brag to your buddies that you know you maybe you're in college and you pulled the hottest chick at the bar or whatever it's the same except to a gay guy turning a straight man is the yeah. ultimate prize in gaydom yes we really need we need a gay guest we need like a regular gay guest to have gay conversations with and i we, he needs to be flamboyant just putting that yeah. out there I need, yeah i need a fl- well i'm sure there are many listeners i'm, sure, so. I'm sure one of our millions of gay listeners can call in and and be available to us for for all things gay so we can call yeah them. we're pro gay we we're, we want to we want to explore the the brilliant mind that is you yeah, absolutely. We, we, we're, we're very pro-gay here. Uh, okay, Ed, it is time to talk some sports, but before we do that, you know I need to talk about Herman Marshall Tes- Texas Whiskey. Easy for me to say. Uh, everyone knows by now that Herman Marshall Whiskey is the official whiskey of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. They are committed to making the smoothest possible whiskey while ensuring rich flavor and aroma. I like to support things that are real. You guys know that. Herman Marshall Whiskey is authentic. It's made right there in small batches. It's craft whiskey. It's made right there in the Republic of Texas. You can see it right there on the bottle. Herman Marshall Whiskey distilled right there in the Republic of Texas. So go out, pick some up today. Herman Marshall Smooth Texas Bourbon. Love Herman Marshall, Ed. Yeah, for sure. 
And and anybody out there, we we have partnered with some cool products on the show, and we are definitely looking to do more. So reach out if you have a product that you feel is synergistic with what we do here on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Like, and we don't do that bullshit. Just throw it at the open no, or close, no. and then it's just some generic read. Yes, we we like we to include, get involved. We've got games. We like to make we, it a part of the show because we appreciate people that think enough of us to want to partner with us and so any any other products out there that fit with what we do here uh, we'd love to talk to you so reach out uh, okay ed what is going on in the well Whoa. if we're if we're doing real texas bourbon you want to play a little game of real fake oh, yeah let's play okay real or fake i love this game all right herman marshall real now let's now let's hear some things that may or may not be real ed all right what do you think about chuck norris's name Chuck Norris, I feel like he actually has a Spanish name for some reason. I feel like I've heard. I mean, Chuck Norris is a ginge, and it's tough to tell because he's got that big, fluffy toupee that he wears, that, that hair system. <laughs> it's, uh, you, don't, you don't really see that he has Hispanic roots, but for some reason, I feel like he's Latino, and his real name is like Carlos or something. Chuck Norris, fake you're you're on it, Carlos Ray Norris. Uh, but you know Louis C.K. I think has some Mexican in he him does. too. That's true. Also a ginge. Also, yeah. uh, also a half Mexican ginge. <laughs> uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, River Joaquin Rain. All oh, his his parents are hippies. I think he was raised on some commune. I believe on this show, our very own Fancy Sauce relayed a story of an acquaintance of yeah. hers that had sex with Joaquin Phoenix and said that he was very nice and gave her a ride the next day. Uh, Joaquin Fe- also pretty terrific actor. He's he's excellent. You watch him in movies, and he is really fucking good. Um, and he was also. Yes. The time he thought he was going to pull one over on Letterman. It was one of the yes. great Letterman moments because you are not you, you are not pulling one over at that You guy. can't fuck with Letterman. Letterman sorted him out. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is real. Fake what? Joaquin Raphael Bottom. Um, His last name is B-O-T-T-O-M what, the, Bottom. The whole family has a fake last name? That's a weird thing. Why would everyone – I mean – I'm still weirded out by the Estevez, Estevez, Sheen, right. Sheen thing. Right. That is that is a little awkward, yes. But the Joaquin Raphael Bottom. Crazy. And so his name was River Bottom. Oh, my God. Rain Bottom? Jeez. Yeah. Joaquin Bottom? Nope. I can't even deal with it. I'm, I'm in shock. Yeah. I got a weird one for you. Uh, let's see. Let's go a weird celebrity. Penn Jillette. Penn Jillette. Um, I, I feel like I've also heard this. I mean, it is a stupid sounding name. It sounds like a product. Yes, it does. It sounds like a, a, a pen. It's, it's a pen on one side and a razor on the other. It's impossible that anybody's real name would be Penn Jillette, But for some reason, I believe that is in fact his real name, Penn Jillette. You're, cor- you're correct. Yeah. Penn Fraser Gillette. Yeah, that's a crazy name. All right. Tina Fey. Tina Fey, uh, this this strikes me as one of those last names in the middle. Tina Fey, I happen to know, is of Greek descent. 
So her last name is probably like Curiopolis or something. I'm going to guess that Faye is her middle name. She was called Tina Faye something, and now she's just called Tina Faye Fake. It's actually kind of real. Her last name is Faye. Her real name is Elizabeth Stamatina Faye. Oh, wow. Shortened. Yeah, yeah, that's real. Real name. Okay. How about our boy, Remo Williams, Fred Ward? Fred Ward. It's... There's nothing not real about Fred Ward. Yeah, now, so authentic. He's so authentic. He's so legit. He was he was so happy. And in case we haven't pointed it out like 10 or 15 times, Remo Williams, one of the most underrated gems of all time. Yeah, it's like like if you like – You can't even get it on DVD. No, the, it doesn't make any sense. In the 80s, like if you were into Die Hard, like the real golden age of action movies, Die Hard, Beverly Hills Cop. The Terminator, like all that shit that was happening in the 80s. Remo Williams is right at the fucking top of the action movie heap. Really one of the all-time greats. I wish it were available so I could watch it, although I think it's on YouTube. I'm going to say that Fred Ward – see, here's the thing. Fred Ward is an older gentleman. And back yeah. then, the studio system, they used to make you change your name. Like you didn't really They ha- told you your name. Yeah, you didn't really have much of a choice. I want to say that Fred Ward is his real name, but I'm just going to wager a guess, educated guess, that it is in fact a fake name. It's a real name, but what's jarring is his actual birth certificate says Freddie Joe Ward. Freddie? Given name Freddie, middle name Joe. Those are both shortened, longer version (laughs) names. Who does that? Freddie, E-D-D-I-E, and then G-J-O-E. What? Like, too short. Like, his parents must have been sauced. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'll, I'll do one more. Okay, one more. Real or fake? Herman Marshall Whiskey is real. Is this name real or fake? Alan Alda. Alan Alda so sensitive. That was his thing in the 80s. He's a sensitive He's guy. He's a sensitive guy. He's got a great voice. Also, sounds just like Howard Stern. If you just he does. if you just listen to their voices, they sound almost like the same guy. It's really uncanny. Alan Alda, I mean, kind of shocking, was maybe the biggest TV star in the world. He was on Mash. Um, I'm right a- the the show where I, that I I was too young for it. Like I I was not digging the Korean War. No, no, super bo- Vietnam allegory stuff they were yeah. doing. But but they all had shaggy hair. They had shaggy and it hair was, in Korea. It was the Korean War in the fifties. There was no shaggy hair. Yeah, it was clearly meant to be Vietnam, but you couldn't do a show about Vietnam, so they just said, "Oh no, they're actually in Korea," even though it looks like the seventies. Um, That's like the latter days of Happy Days. Everyone had like long shaggy totally. hair. Totally. Uh, yeah. no, Mash was a it. real bummer of a show. My parents liked it. It was on in reruns, and yeah, they watched everyone's it all parents the time. liked it. And whenever that theme song would come on, I was out. De- I was I couldn't wait to turn the channel. Super depressing theme song. There's one episode where somebody smothers a baby. There's all like oh Jesus! It's at a surgical hospital and during a war. Like not too many laughs no. there. Weird concept. Alan Alda. I'm gonna say this. AA strikes me as fake. I'm gonna say not a real name. You are correct. His name is Alfonso Joseph DeBruzzo. Whoa. But I, what I just read is he got the Alda from the first two letters of his first name and the first two letters of his last name. 
Alfonso DeBruzzo. Very creative. All done. He's both sensitive and creative. I'm more (laughs) shocked to discover that Alan Alda is a full-on ITAL. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's I, the biggest I wouldn't have there. guessed it. No, not at all. I mean, he's uh, he's very nasally. Yes, agreed. <laughs> I didn't I did not get a, I would have guessed like maybe Romanian, like some sort right. of Right. Yeah, yeah, Eastern European is it would be my guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh excellent. Love that game. Hope to find more chances to play the real or fake game. Okay, Ed, it is time. We are the sports show of record. What is going on in the world of sports. College football at salute to Troy, a season kickoff rally for boosters and fans of USC football. Trojan head coach Steve Sarkeesian gave a rambling, slurring speech. The coach bashed other schools like Arizona State, Notre Dame, and Oregon by saying they all suck. Sark punctuated the speech with his own spin on the signature rallying cry, Fight On, to the words, Get ready to fight fucking on, baby. Witnesses said the coach was seen drinking Fireball. He has since apologized for the incident, saying he mixed alcohol and medication and will get counseling or some bullshit like that. Brian, is this a big deal or just an overrated head coach being a dipshit? Well, it's both. It's both of those things. It is, it's... It's only a big deal because this guy is like – like anytime a CEO, like if Bill Gates got up in front of his shareholders all fucking wasted, it would be a big deal because he is – everyone has given him the keys to the castle and said, lead us. You are in charge. And the one time he gets to get up in front of everybody, he looks like a dipshit, that's a big deal. Well, but my my thing is, yes, on, on one hand, yes, he could get drunk like 340 nights That's a year. That's right. He, and and it's it, nobody's thinking twice about he's a, it. He he's a football coach. Football coaches get drunk, of course. Right, even after the game, after the press conference is over. But, but I, I'm just thinking, when you said Bill Gates, I thought about – Think of all the speeches that – who's the owner of the Clippers now? Oh, yeah. Steve Ballmer. Ballmer. He might not have been drunk, but those speeches were way more embarrassing. That's true. Yes. I agree. He gets so, a very embarrassing CEOs speech. are capable of a lot of shit. I, I would just say you can't get shit-faced. No. Like this is just one of the few times you can't get shit-faced. But – when I heard people getting up in arms over the fact that he dropped an f bomb no, th- to boosters, oh, and children no, were there. That's not, oh my god! That's not the story. What would happen if? What would happen if children yeah. heard the word "fuck"? Well, one thing we know about coaches: anybody that's watched any season of Hard Knocks, <laughs> exactly. These these guys can't say an entire sentence without at least two fucks in it. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, these these guys didn't go to Harvard. These guys, these guys weren't like cracking the books. These guys are football coaches. They played football. They were, but they're all geniuses. Yeah, yeah, they're, ge- they're, yeah, they're geniuses. geniuses. They're genius, genius football coaches. <laughs> but, but the, but the, uh, the reality is, this guy is an overrated, of course, coach. Yeah, he's he's just not he's just not that good of a coach. He wasn't he didn't do much at Washington. Like he was he didn't lose ten games with them, but like. He, they were always like seven and five, 
six and six. Yeah, he's he's not he's in over his skis. It's the job of a lifetime. He should hang in there till he gets fired. Of course, now he's just hastened that because he will. He just he just got strikes one and yeah. two. If he shows up shit faced again, he's gone. Yeah, if he goes six and five or eight and four, he's gonna get fired for sure. And I just and what, while we're on while we're on college football, yeah. I think. It would probably be a good time to congratulate the Tallahassee District That's Attorney's so Office yeah. and Police Department and the university for another impressive victory uh, at the expense of academics and safety for women. Uh, it came out that Dalvin Cook, the star running back of Florida State, was found not guilty of misdemeanor battery at a Tallahassee bar in June. So he got a trial already, and he was found not guilty because a Florida State student said he did not punch a woman in the bar. Um, it, that was that was the evidence. Is this, that is, uh, is just one guy was like, no, I didn't see this that. Is the, this isn't the one that there's clear video of. Well, no, you know who that was? That was the backup quarterback. Oh, right, right. This is the star right. running back. This is like their best offensive player because Winston's yes. gone. So they need to feed someone the rock. And the guy who's qualified to do it, well, they didn't find evidence, enough evidence. Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's good rule of thumb. If you are a degenerate football player, you want to go play in a small town where football is king. Tuscaloosa, yeah, Tallahassee, right. Gainesville, Athens. Right. As much as a rogue program as University of Miami is, those guys usually do get arrested. Yeah. Like when something goes wrong because they're city. in a city. Yeah. They're in a city. And so like they can't just fuck around on South Beach without somebody actually arresting. No, it's a big city with actual cops, with actual crime. But Tallahassee, yeah. that's not a real no, place. No. That's not an actual place people no, go to. It is not. It definitely is not. Well, good for him. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that the jury weighed in on, on his side. I really, I really would like to. I'm excited. And how about the speed? The speed. Yes, that, what they're doing. I, the, the, the incident happened in late June. He's already been found not well, guilty. We as Americans have a right to a speedy trial. You can't even get – if you go to the emergency room, if you go to the emergency room for service, you cannot get service that quick. He's already had a full trial. Yeah, that's pretty great. Now, when's the guy When's the guy that there's video, the backup quarterback? When? When is he going to get yeah, a trial? It doesn't matter. He's not part of the program. I, he's, is he gone? He's – He's oh, they dismissed him immediately. Uh, we cannot have a backup quarterback committing these kind of crimes. <laughs> I'm very personally, I'm very shocked that a guy named Jimbo. That's right. It does not run a tight program. Somebody, somebody's pointed out to me this week, or maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, that Jimbo has hair plugs. He, he was very, very bald before, and suddenly, he's, oh, is he? Is he? Is he sprouting a new island yes, green? His, his his hairline is filled in. So good for Jimbo. I'm happy for him. Did he have any surgery to get those eyes even slightly closer <laughs> together? Close together. Uh, <laughs> he looks like fucking Admiral yeah, Akbar from the he, Star he looks Wars like movies. E. Uh, also, given name, I believe is Jimbo. Oh, that that sounds about yeah, right. That's uh, yeah, good for them. Uh, okay, what else is going on in the world of sports? Ed? All right, Major League Baseball's resident shithead Kurt Schilling once again did something dumb on social media. Schilling tweeted out a picture that showed Hitler and the following words: "It said only five to ten percent of Muslims are extremists. In 1940, only 7% of Germans were Nazis. How'd that go?" Schilling then added the con- comments, the math is staggering when you get to the true numbers. 
ESPN suspended Schilling from doing color commentary for the Little League World Series and called the tweet unacceptable. It was also revealed that Schilling also shared a pro-Confederate flag Facebook post in the last week. Brian, it's well established that the fake bloody sock pitcher has shit for brains. Yes. But the bigger question is why is he still employed by ESPN? It's great. I I still – Like they punished him for the Little League World Series. I know. I still can't decide if I prefer deliberate or unintentional racism the best. They're, they're both pretty good, but I, yeah. I, don't, I feel like unintentional might be the most funny because he really, really doesn't know that he's a full-on fucking racist. And he's he's like a he's almost like one of those comedy wrestling heels. He is at this totally. point, right? Yes. yes. No, real people aren't this bad, no, right? No. Like bankrupting a state over video games. Like he's he's a heel. Yeah, he's a total dipshit and he thinks he's like super intelligent. Like, dude, you were a ball player. Like you had a pretty nice career as a pitcher. You won a couple World Series. Like, good for you, but you're you're not a a, a a civics professor. You're not a super intelligent guy. You're not. I think you you need to point out. You you said this earlier on the podcast a few months ago. What was his nickname? Oh yeah, he was he was known when he played in the league. He was known as Table for One because he always <laughs> ate dinner by himself. Because I love that. No one would go to dinner with him. Uh, yeah, he, he's. I assume he's going to get fired. I I hope so. But they just suspended him for the Little League World Series. That means like they're they're hoping this blows over. It's, if it doesn't blow over, maybe they'll fire it, him. But like. Who gives a shit if he's announcing that the, the, the team from Chicago beat the team from South nobody, Carolina? Nobody cares. Um, and and it does bring up that every single time in history someone tries to bring up Hitler, never it fails. It fails it miserably. <laughs> like, remember Marge Schott? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Brett Hull. I remember at one time it was like, you got to admit the guy had good strategies <laughs> or something like that. It's like, hey, Brett, why don't you go back to just taking hockey pucks to the head? <laughs> And then and he put people, Germany people, back to work, by the way. He built, yeah, he built yeah. a lot of roads. The, all the people that compared George Bush or Obama to Hitler, like they, they, they never, they no. never get their point across, whatever that yes. point is. Like every time Hitler is brought up, like you should know if here's a general rule to using Hitler in like a historical context. If you bring him up, it's not a good no, idea. That's, never, that's the rule. Never a good idea. Never if you did. don't bring him up, bring it up. It might be a good idea. It'll never be a good idea if you bring Still, up. Hitler. Like it's, I hate to say it, too soon. It's only been about seventy years since yeah. Hitler was doing his deal, and people are still like not that cool with, yeah, with yeah. talking about it. It's, yeah, it's cool if we could just kind of drop that guy from from any sort of comparison in any way. Uh, I agree. Okay, Ed. Every evening. 14-year-old Kim Sung Jin <laughs> orders fried chicken. That's one thing that bugged me about that movie, the interview, is they kept calling yeah. Kim Jong-un Kim. When Kim yeah. is his last Isn't name. Isn't the last name. Right. right, right. They do it backwards. So you'd call him Jong-un. His name is Jong-un Kim. That's true. But they made it up for it with the uh, the hate us because of the anus. Yeah, so good. That's a really funny yeah. movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Every evening, 14-year-old Kim Soong Jin orders fried chicken, delivery pizza, or Chinese food to eat in a small room in his family's home south of Seoul. 
He gorges on food as he chats before a live camera with hundreds, sometimes thousands of teenagers watching. That's the show, Ed. And it makes Kim money. But two million won, seventeen hundred dollars in his most successful episode. Jeez. Better known to his viewers by the nickname Patu, he is one of the youngest broadcasters on Africa TV, an app. Africa, you know, an app for live broadcasting video. Kim, who has a delicate physique and chopstick-like mm. straight limbs, who wrote this story? Yeah. Has been what's the news source? Has been broadcasting himself eating almost every evening since he was eleven. Sometimes he invites friends to eat with him. I bet that's pretty rare, Ed. <laughs> to add fun, he once wore a blonde wig and dressed as a woman. I bet that was v- oh. I bet that was very fun for a few lists for a few he was, watchers. He was trying real hard to like let the world know, and they're like, "Yeah, just go yes. back to non-wig." Yes. While the internet has been making stars for years, from bloggers to gamers who play for millions of YouTube viewers, outsiders may find it puzzling, I'll say, if not outright bizarre, for young people to spend hours watching someone eating. But in South Korea, Africa TV has become a big player in the internet subculture and a crucial part of social life for teens. Ed. Is there any point to us continuing with this podcast now that we know there's some kid pulling nearly too large every night just Ugh. by eating dinner? It is a bummer. It really like we're is. we're coming up we're coming up with content. Yes. We're doing things. And this guy is he's He's just eating, right? You didn't say. I mean, he wore the wig, but I'm guessing. No, that he, was, I think he just. That eats. was that was another thing he was going. Through. I just I just saw like one picture of him, and he had like three bowls of food in front of him. He's really good with the chopsticks, by the way, much better than I am. And he was just sitting there eating in front of his computer, not even a laptop, desktop, desktop. Yes, this guy could hang on a second. This guy could buy a new MacBook every day. Yeah, we, we can't allow this. No. A desktop. Definitely I didn't not. even know they made those anymore. I don't – it is – Ed, we are so out of the loop. Uh, like my kid, he watches guys play video games on YouTube every fucking my day. My kid – my son does watch some like Minecraft guy yeah. sometimes. Yes, that's, that's how it starts. I can't even get over the Minecraft game. It, what, what is, is that it? about? It's like pixelated. It looks like shit and they love yeah, it. Yeah, it looks like – it looks like Atari graphics. The, but I, 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 I did think about this, and I was starting to think, like, oh, what a, what a bunch of awful people are watching this. And then I remembered, when I was a kid, I watched, like, a bunch of episodes of Growing Pains. <laughs> every one. I watched every episode of Growing Pains. I gotta think this kid, this kid eating is way more entertaining. There was no one likable on that show whatsoever. No. The I mean, brother I kinda, part, part, part of me kind of liked Alan Thicke, but that's because I... Kind of, even when I was in middle school, kind of knew he was a coxman behind the scenes. He, you know, he had his office in his house. That always kind of bugged me. Like, yeah, he was pretty shady. You lazy fuck. But, but, I mean, the worst sitcom character in history, if it wasn't Sam from Different Strokes, it was Ben Seaver. <laughs> he sucked. He- and then, like, the cool guy turned out to be that freaky god squatter. 
And Carol Seaver was the even the worst. She wasn't even the coolest gold sister. The coolest one was on Benson. Agreed. Agreed. Although Carol Seaver, I mean, she was pretty attractive oh. later. She 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 weighed like, you know, 70 she, pounds. She had some bulimia issues, got a few DUIs. The mom was terrible yeah, too. Joanna Kearns, that perm. Oh, and and remember when they added the daughter? She made Andy at Family Ties look cool. I forgot about that. Remember when Married with Children at did pulled the old let's add the kid, and then the next season he just was gone. They just dumped him. But I liked it. They they were smart enough to just say this isn't working, and like this just didn't happen. Yeah, it, just, it was all a bad dream. It was like a dream. I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ed, it's pretty sure. Like I watched a lot of episodes of Chips. And I didn't even notice that all the chases happened on the same section of freeway. <laughs> but uh, yes, but but we didn't have options. No. I feel like I feel like we were, we were operating. It's like you know, it's it's like when you, when you you're you're scoring something with people with a very low IQ. You're you're giving them a little freedom here. But like in this day and age, everyone has a million options. Yeah. This can't be one of them. No. The Korean boy. No, I agree. There's there's too much choice at this point. Okay, Ed, it is time. We need to get into the million dollar baller battle. We put the question out to the listeners, for a million dollars, would you rather allow a rival, someone you don't really care for, but he could be your age, be in good shape, could be good looking. That's probably why you don't like him is because he's so handsome. Maybe he's hung. Maybe he's got a big package. Either way, whatever the guy looks like, you're going to let him have sex with your wife one time. Or I'll give you the option. Either the guy has sex with your wife or every time you have sex with your wife for an entire year, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Randy Johnson has to be in the room to watch. You get the choice. You get you pick one and then you get a million dollars. And Ed, we had a ton of response on this one. Bunch of emails. Let's start with our boy. Mark the Nomad, he wanted to weigh in on this. Mark the Nomad, what are your thoughts on the Million Dollar Baller Battle? Brian, Ed, how's it going? It's your boy, Mark the Nomad. First, apologies for responding to this uh, Million Dollar Baller question so late in the game. Uh, I'm not sure if you would have recorded yet, but I had a really difficult time with this one because... I, I, I'm still having a hard time keeping a straight face and not laughing with my response, but my response is if I had to choose between letting a rival sleep with my wife once or having at a minimum 52 sessions with my own wife with Randy Johnson just in the room, I have to go with Randy Johnson, and my rationale behind that is I will be the most amazing lover on the planet because every single time I feel like I'm about to get there, I'm a little close, all I have to do is look at Randy Johnson's face, and all urge, all requirement,
requirement for completion will just retreat into the inner recesses of my brain. And I can just kind of keep going. It's like, it's almost like uh, tantric sex, but with, uh, with Randy Johnson's face. So, thanks. Okay, Ed. Mark, this is actually a common theme here. Mark the Nomad, he finds that he finds that Randy Johnson will actually serve as a marital aid and make him a better lover. Let's hear <laughs> we got some more. Let's hear Reed in Houston has weighed in. Ed, let's hear Reed in Houston's thoughts on the million dollar baller battle. Brian, it's Reed in Houston. Um y'all finally came up with a good question. Um but my answer is I would never let somebody that I know, much less anybody, fuck my wife. I'm going to take Randy Johnson in the corner. Um, going to be awkward. going to be a little weird, but I can perform under pressure. Um, <clears throat> I've caught touchdown passes from Andrew Luck at the Texan Stadium back when uh, I played wide receiver for him in high school, so I think I can do it. Okay, Ed. Reed in Houston, slowly becoming my favorite correspondent to the show. He no golf. He normally will bring up. He'll turn whatever he's talking about into something about golf, but this time he switched it up on us. Yeah, he he's on the side of Randy Johnson in the million dollar baller battle, but more importantly. He wanted us all to know that he caught touchdown passes from Andrew Luck in high school. That's very cool. It is, that is, it is that very is really cool. cool. It's even cooler that he wedged it in there apropos of nothing. I, I like that he wedged it in, and to salute that, I'm going to wedge something in myself. Let's hear it. Now, this is middle school when there was a brief moment in my lifetime where I didn't live in New Jersey. I lived in Miami for two years. And I sacked the son of a famous Miami Dolphin quarterback. That boy was Brian Greasy. And the year was fourth grade at probably 1986. Whoa. I sacked Brian Greasy. Oh, you sacked Brian Greasy before alcoholism did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but everyone knew that kid. You wouldn't know. No. You know, some random shitty kid, but you knew because this was Bob Greasy's son. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's him. a good that's a good story. Almost so as good as Reese. It's not it's yeah, it's not nearly as good as catching a touchdown pass from probably what will be the best quarterback for the next decade. In Reliance Stadium. That's a big deal. Reed yeah, in Houston. That's a big deal. Reed in Houston Very cool. has reached out. He's gonna be in town where I live mm-hmm. coming up. And he reached out. He's like, can we get a drink? You want to play golf? And I totally would because I'm fascinated by Reed in Houston. But uh, alas, I'm away that weekend. Um, so we can't meet up. But he, is, he did mention that he's staying. Yeah. He's in town for a wedding, I think, which is taking place at one of the most baller golf courses in Orange County. So good for him. Good for Reed. Sorry, sorry I missed yeah, you, Reed. Good for Reed. I'm impressed. Yeah, very. Uh, okay, one more voicemail. I believe this is Eldrick's Dong. Let's see what Eldrick's Dong has to say. Let's have him weigh in on the Million Dollar Baller Battle. Gentlemen, this is Nancy. Elder Stong here with the, uh, my reply on the uh, Million Dollar Baller Challenge. Having a rival screw my, my better half or a year's worth of sex with Randy Johnson in the room? Tough one. I don't know if I'd uh, 
me ask, let me ask a couple of uh, disclaimers. Do uh, do I let the rival bang my better, call her a dirty whore, and then take the money and run? Or do I fornicate with Randy in the room? And I, I'm to understand that the big unit is now the big photographer now. So would I be able to get some quality action shots, glamour shots, or something like that? Uh, or hey, when I'm able to, when when when, uh, when I'm done, do I get to jump off and uh, high five Randy a la a baseball team, you know, with the with the with a great win? I think I'm gonna have to go with Randy Johnson because I probably get a couple autographs too. Yeah, the more I think about it, it's definitely Randy Johnson because hey, if I start fucking earlier and get done. Then I got Randy Johnson as my wingman. Whenever we go back, pop a cup, you know, have a couple of beers, and I got Randy Johnson as my wingman, and I'm better looking than him, and I'm going to get a million dollars? Definitely Randy Johnson. Adios. Okay, Ed. Another, an, I didn't, I expected the Randy Johnson side of this question to win out. I wasn't sure at first because Randy Johnson is very hideous and it would be very off-putting to have him in the room, but I did not real I did not expect so many people to view it as an asset, as a bonus. You're like, right. Oh yeah, if Randy Johnson's there, I can run around with him as my wingman because and he's so hideous that I'll get all the chicks. Like, it's really, it really went away that I didn't expect. Okay, a couple of emails, and then you and I will weigh in. Ish weighs in. Here is the complete list of people who can sex my wife. One, me. This is the easiest million-dollar baller battle question so far. Randy Johnson, pull up a chair. That's from Ish. Um, this is from Bucket O'Tang. This week's million-dollar baller battle... Baller battle seems on the surface nearly impossible to answer. The thought of a rival of mine, we'll call him Brandon, plowing my beloved is almost vomit-inducing. It would be pretty hard to go back on the job without the thought of Brandon was here creeping into my mind and crumpling my member. On the other hand, faces of meth Randy Johnson just chilling in the corner watching me and the missus wrestle for a year would be equally boner-killing. Those cold, dead eyes vacantly staring as we did the deed would haunt even the most hardened of men. In the end, I think the big unit would do the greater harm. I could always chalk up a night with Brandon to unfortunate circumstance and eventually get over that. To have the menacing glare of number 51 repeatedly burned into my memories over the course of a year would undoubtedly provoke a Pavlovian response to sexing, which would in all likelihood render me unable to bust a nut ever again. And what's the point of even living then? Good point. Keep up the good work, homies. Bucket O-Tang, hashtag hetero, hashtag team current episode. Here's another one. The, from Scotty, the million dollar challenge is easy. I love that people don't know. I love like half the people think it's called the million dollar challenge. challenge. I love it. I love that about this. The million dollar challenge is easy. You're telling me that after 12 years of marriage and three kids, all I have to do to get my wife to have sex with me once a week is to have the unit sit and watch me <laughs> again as an asset. Then, then after a year, you'll give me a million bucks. No brainer. Send in the unit. Then he signs off with this. And I don't know if this, if I'm supposed to know what this means. Ed. He signs off. Say hup. All one word, S A Y H U P period. Say say up say up. Say up. Is that like I'm a typo? I'm trying to think. Like no, but is that, is uh, that a thing? Is that is does that stand? What is it? Uh, acronym? Uh, no, it's not all caps. Say, 
Say hop. Say hop. Say, Very perplexing. Is that a Texas say, thing? Yeah, that that doesn't seem like a real thing. Okay, that, one more. Ed. Maybe maybe he's on drugs. Could be. Gents, easiest one yet. It's the rival sexing your wife. It only happens once. You deal with it and move on. But repeated Randy Johnson appearances in your bedroom during sex? No. Just having to think of Randy Johnson while sexing your wife is a deal breaker. The rival wins. That's from Rome Show. Ed, it is time for you to weigh in. What yeah. are your thoughts on this million dollar baller battle? Rome Show nailed it. That's that's it for me. I can't there's no way I would ever be turgid again in my life if Randy Johnson was the was the guy who was there when I was when I was trying to get down. It would never work out for me. I can get over. And by the way, we, we've we've played uh, voicemail or read emails from a bunch of people. Percentage wise, one of these guys, somebody has sexed their wife, and they just don't know That's it. Right. That's exactly. So right. like, fuck it. Yeah, I know it sucks. It sucks, but it happens. And we didn't say it's going to repeatedly happen. We said once it'll happen. That's right. Get over it. But there's no way. The, the you know whoever said the Pavlovian thing like you can't get over Randy Johnson no. just sitting there no. with his hands in his lap no. watching you you you're gonna have to just deal with the fact that somebody is knowing your wife because guess what somebody already knew your wife that's right you didn't marry a virgin that's right that's exactly but you right. you can you cannot fucking get over Randy Johnson <laughs> that guy is creepy as fuck. Absolutely. Um, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with the Rome show. I agree with the say hup guy, Scotty. Um, let her, Hey, if the wife's into it, let her have a toss. It's a million bucks. It's one toss. She's, right. she's banged other dudes before. Like, right. I'm not the jealous type that, that what's that movie? Indecent proposal with Bob right. Redford. Yeah. Bob Redford's a handsome motherfucker. Like have a toss with him. I don't care. I, I'm there's a million bucks in it for us. Go for it. Have a night. It'll be over. Right, and it's been stipulated. It's a one-shot deal. One-shot deal. I'm like, get over yourself. You're not that great of a lover. That's just get over that's it. That's exactly right. I, you know, I like to. I take pride in my sessions with my bay. A year of sessions with Randy Johnson sitting in the room. First of all, he's huge. <laughs> you'll ne- and you'll never, you'll never perform. No, as well. It would be very hard. Ever again. It, w- it would be a strain on the relationship. She'd be like, like, is the million dollars worth it? Like, it's. For the one time you do it one time, you never talk about it again. You never think about it again. You're hanging out. Right. You're you don't talk about it. Right. This is something we're not talking about. It's a million dollars to us. It was worth it for our family. Absolutely. Um, okay. That was a, that was a good one. I enjoyed that one. And the, the listeners did as well. Uh, if you guys yeah, want to weigh job, in, everybody. always can do so at mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com or via our, uh, Voicemail 949-464-TBLS. This week, Ed, we learned about the sociopath neurosurgeon accused of intentionally botching operations. Oh, Jesus. This guy, Christopher Dunch, I think he's out of the Dallas area. He, that sounds about right. Yeah. He's on trial, I think just for his license, not criminally. Oh, no, he is on – yeah, he's been charged with five counts of aggravated assault. This guy was a neurosurgeon, Ed. He was um, – he's been accused of mishandling spinal surgeries, injuring oh. people. He People are saying he may have done it on purpose. He um, 
people were dying while he was doing surgery that they shouldn't have died from. He left sponges in people. Uh, he did all sorts of terrible, terrible things that you would not want your surgeon. His, um, he's been described by his colleagues as, quote, the worst surgeon I've ever seen and, quote, sociopath. <laughs> One guy said, I couldn't believe a trained surgeon could do this. Um, he ha- had no recognition of the proper anatomy. He had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> so it's like that It's like that scene in Spies Like Us when, when they have to do the surgery yes. and he doesn't even know where the spleen is. Yes. At every step of the way, you would have to know the right thing to do so so you could do the wrong thing because he did all the wrong things um in one case dunch operated on his roommate after a night of using cocaine no the man emerged from the operation a quadriplegic (laughs) um this is not a surgeon you want performing on you or a loved one no shit no i liked i liked one one thing from the story that i loved was when people accuse him of all these things, he goes, 99% of what was said about me is untrue. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean he was accused of a, he was accused of a whole bunch of bullshit. And so, like, one thing, yeah, one part of it was true. He, and nobody said anything good about he him. Kinda Not one he kind of wants you to know that he did it on purpose. That's, <laughs> that's what it's so – he wants credit. Then, Ed, also this week, we learned about a woman who was stopped at Beijing International Airport for trying to carry a bottle of cognac worth 120 pounds, which is like 200 and something bucks on the plane. Yeah. Faced with either having... At least 200 bucks. Yeah. Faced with either having to throw the whole bottle away or drinking the contents, she opted for the latter. This woman, only known as by her last name Zhao, downed the entire thing because wow. she did not want to waste a bottle of Remy Martin Exo Excellence that she had purchased that, at the airport earlier on that, her journey. That Zhao gets a wow right there. That's kind of bullshit though, because if you, the duty free shop is after. Yeah, and they're selling the same shit. Yeah. It's a it's a racket. Well, they said she bought it at the airport. Like, if she bought it yeah, earlier in her that's... trip, she should be able to carry it all the way. Either way, not shockingly, Ed, after downing the bottle, she became incredibly drunk. She started uh, she, shouting. She didn't feel well? Apparently, fell to the floor, which is where <laughs> she stayed. It, she was out, as, as I think anyone would be for drinking an entire <laughs> bottle of cognac. That's, that's aggressive. So, Ed, the question is this. You have a hernia. It's a simple operation. They just make one cut, stitch in a little bit of mesh, tie you up. It's no big deal. You could have this Fort Worth Mengala do the surgery for you. (laughs) Or you could have Mrs. Zhao drive your kids to school every day for a year. It's up to you. Those are your choices. At the end, you get a million dollars. It's an easy surgery. This guy probably didn't fuck up every surgery. Just 99%. Just 99, most of them on purpose. Or you can have this woman who's not afraid to pound an entire bottle of cognac show up every morning at your house and pick up your little ones and tote them off to school 
And time for school. Yeah, she, you know, <laughs> she could probably drive okay. You know, she she probably mostly makes good decisions. It's only like nope. a couple hundred times she's going to have to take your kid to school <laughs> without answering without answering the question. Yes, I will say how frustrating it is. Is it when you have to throw something out that you don't want to? Like, if my kid leaves half a grilled cheese and you do it, but like you're kind of annoyed because you're annoyed that a kid doesn't like something that's so delicious. Yeah, that is annoying. Or add security. Yes. If it's a bottle of water, it's annoying as fuck to have to throw it out when you you own that. Every time. It's frustrating. Yes. But you know the rules so. going in. But you you do know the rules, although if it was at the airport. But that doesn't change, you know, my answer. Yeah, we I, need more details I, on I, that. I need, to, did she, I need to think about this answer. Did she get it at the duty-free shop? Still, though. That's a pretty boss move going, hold on, and just going, <laughs> go, go, go. like, uh, like what's his, uh, Belushi in uh, Animal House. Yeah. When he, yes. when he just takes the whole bottle. Yeah. Gulps it down. Um, yeah, you see, there's a lot of videos of people doing that on the internet, by the way. I've seen on YouTube. Lots of people can gulp down. I don't know if Mrs. Zhao's on there, but the point is, she's driving your kids to school or every day. Or not, this, not like sometimes, every day. every day, do to and from, or this guy Dunch is fixing your hernia for you. Easy operation. The guy's a neurosurgeon. He could do this behind his back, like really, but really easy. Although apparently he, it, what are his intentions? Yeah, that's right. Also, what? didn't know anatomy. Didn't have any idea yeah, of anatomy, according to his colleagues. I would say, as a surgeon, that's that falls under the problematic. Category. You you figured like you're gonna want to know like the parts of the body and how they work. That's just it would be a guess. I'm not not yeah. having worked as a surgeon. Yeah, I don't I don't know the ins and outs of being a surgeon, but I would think that's that's probably pretty pretty high on the on the list. You'd think, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Ed, it is time. <clears throat> well, oh, we'll take you guys weigh in on that mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Or 949-464-TBLS. Reach out. Let us know your thoughts on that million-dollar baller battle. Or as you guys call it, the million-dollar challenge. Either. <laughs> Either's fine with me. Um, Ed, it is time for Fancy Pop. But before we do that, we got to talk about Republic Battery, who brings you Fancy Pop every week. Ed, we've been talking about Republic Battery being in business for 70 years, which is a goddamn long time and obviously means they are doing something right. No business that's been can be in business that long not taking care of their people, their customers. And I talked last week about their consignment program. That's that's where if you have a business that needs tons of batteries, they just come in and stock them for you. So if you need a battery, boom, they're already there on site. They come restock them for you every week or every other week. No big deal. Uh, but you don't have to be a business to get wholesale pricing from Republic Battery because with them, Ed, no one pays retail. It's just not how they operate. That's probably why they've been around for 70 years. Yeah, They know something. Yes. They know something. They got, they got your car battery. They got your truck battery. They got your boat battery, your golf cart, or any combination thereof. What? What if it, what if you have a fleet? You got a fleet of vehicles. They have batteries for your fleet. It's not a problem, Jeez. Ed. They have everything you need. They're on it. They're on it. They're right there in Houston, right near U of H. Call them for a quote. Like their Facebook page, like you do ours, 
or pop in anytime. Republic Battery, 6130, long drive, Houston, Texas, just minutes southeast of downtown. Give them a call, 713-645-2141, or check them out on the web at republicbattery.com. Republic Battery, hardcore power, wholesale prices. Love those guys, Ed. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, they they started in 1946. That's a long time ago. Long time. But care to guess a few? See if they're older or younger than Republic Battery? Older or younger than Republic Battery. Yeah, let's play a game. Let's do it. Older or younger. 1946 is the year. What is older? What is younger? Hold on. Let's get Fancy Sauce in here for this. Let's do it. Our very own... Baller, it's her segment. She comes in. She gives us all the pop culture news. Everything we need to know that's going on in the world of celebrity news, gossip, all of the above, all the pop culture stuff is brought to us by Fancy Sauce and Republic Battery. Fancy Sauce, how you doing? Hi. Okay, you ready? Hey, Kate. Hi, Ed. 1946, Ed is going to give us some olders or youngers. Older or younger, Ed. Slinky. The Slinky. The Slinky's just a fucking spring. It's a spring. I had one of those. The sp- these, like these were basic times. Yeah, every, everyone had one of those. They, here's it's what you do. It's such a dumb toy, but when you're you do, little. And, you in, the commercial, in the commercial. Exactly. But in the commercial, it worked perfectly on those stairs. Yeah, no. In real life, it doesn't. It doesn't. It made it, in real life, it made it through three stairs. Yeah. And then just, you realize the dimensions are not. What the stairs are in the commercial. That's exactly right. Um, the Slinky is a real piece of shit toy. I'm it's just say a spring, it's though. Younger, younger than 1946. I'm going to say it's older. I'm going to say that the that the Romans invented the spring. I don't know. It seems like it would be much older. What is it, Ed? It was sold the first time it was sold is 1947. What? Republic battery is older than the Slinky. That is shocking to me. That is crazy, I mean, unbelievable. That was just a guess, but I did win. Yeah, you did get that All one. Right. Okay. What else, Ed? Romancing the Stone star and cunnilingus expert Michael Douglas. This is, I think I happen to know this. Now, we don't know that he's a cunnilingus expert, Ed, but we do. Also, that word is super (laughs) gross. Yeah. You know what word? It's Michael Douglas. Lizard man. You know what word I heard the other day that I I determined that I do do not care for? I really dislike this as a word. What? Clit. Oh, I hate also that. Also, super gross. Yes. That, Don't say either of and, those and, words. Cool. I gotta say, yes. twat those words is go up together, there too. FYI. Oh, I don't, oh Ed, Ed. I don't, you're, you're, I don't like the word twat. Yeah, twat. Horrible word. Twat, clit, <laughs> and cunnilingus. I could do without it. Also, yeah. I find myself having to spell cunnilingus often, and it is a very difficult word to spell. And, Double N. What do you mean you have to spell it and, often? People get. People get Tripped up on the double N, right? Yeah. I, well, I, here's the thing. I get it so wrong that it doesn't even suggest a better option in Word. Like I cannot or, – or on my iPhone. Like I'm always having trouble spelling cunnilingus. You know what I have – word I have a trouble with? I use the word shithead a lot. Yeah, you do. That's apparently. Word. And you know what? Yeah. iPhone and my MacBook – Loves to switch it to the word sheathed. Oh yes, that's happened to me. Sheathed. Really? Shithead. Yes. Shithead is a very way. I use shithead like the ratio of shithead to sheathed is probably one hundred and fifty yeah, to no one. No one's using sheathed. Like uh, I mean, maybe, maybe one hundred fifty thousand. But one. no one's writing duck more than fuck either. That's true. 
Duck, mm. fuck. That really bugs me. I, mean, I don't, yeah, that's true. I don't give a shit about ducks. Not ever. No. I like Daffy Duck a little bit, but like not not one in 150,000 I mean, I like Peking bucks. Duck. We're yeah, talking duck. Uh, okay, Ed, so I happen to know this one, or I think I do. Republic Battery is 69 years old, but I believe Mike Douglas 70 years old. I would say still he's, he's older. Pussy. I'm, I bet. Yeah, he's he's 1944. Yeah. He's older. He I bet he's licking pussy right now. I bet he's in there. Super gross. Bet, I bet he's Stop got a, I bet he's got a goatee. <laughs> he's got know. that goatee in there and he's just just licking away. My dad's age is right. super gross. Uh, okay. All right. Ed, who, you know fa- famous famous anti-semite uh Walt Disney yeah. Remember the famous movie Cinderella? He's much older than 1946, by the way. Walt Disney. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about Cinderella. Uh, oh, the movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Disney movie Cinderella. Right. Oh, is that older or younger? Yeah. I'd I say gonna, that's younger. I, I thought you were going to tell me um, a fact about Cinderella. Um, no, my, when I was younger. a kid, my fucking sister had this movie Cinderella on VHS, and she was a little like three years old. Mine too. Mine too. And those stupid fucking rats. Those rats. And she used to watch that fucking movie like three or four times a day. It's pretty old, but I don't think they had color shit in 1946. Well, maybe they had colored pencils. I don't know. I'm going to say younger. It is younger than Republic Battery. Correct. 1950. Knew it. I've got them all right so far. Okay. Instant coffee. Instant coffee. Younger. Younger. Nestle introduced it in 1938. Oh, no one's still drinking instant coffee, right? Sanka? No, no. no. We I got don't good think coffee so. now. All right. Okay. Let's go. Let's, Last one. Oh, one more. Creepiest dude to look at on earth, Stephen King. Oh, he is creepy. Right. I mean, his stories are creepy, <laughs> yeah. but just looking at him like... is way creepier. Yeah, those glasses. He's like the, the from, teeth. From he's Maine. very toothy. Yeah. He's very toothy. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying he's not seventy. Is Stephen King seventy? I'm gonna say no. Younger. I have no idea if he's seventy or not. He looks old, but I'd say he's probably about. He 68. doesn't look good. Yeah. So you're gonna he say younger as well, older or younger? Younger. Younger. We both say younger. Kate, he is 68 years old. Oh, wow. She nailed that one. 68. Yeah. It's nearly yeah. If you told me that guy was 147, <laughs> I would believe that too. Yeah, that's true. I don't He's know not how looking old so anyone good. is usually. He's not looking healthy. Okay, guys. We have some life coaching to do this week. Before we get into the pop culture portion of the show, there is life coaching to do. Life coaching to do. Let's get into it. Here is the email. Gentlemen and Miss Fancy. I am recently divorced and doing rather well in the aftermath. Not to nice. not to brag, but I have been slaying the pussy. Whoa. Yeah, that's a great. I love when people say not to brag and then they brag really hard right after. <laughs> Has it ever has it ever been followed by like a moderate statement? Yeah, never. Uh that's that's one of the great sentences ever. Not to brag, but I have been slaying the pussy. I recently moved to San Antonio, and pretty much the only women that will give me the time of day are ones who are the same ages as my oldest daughter. I love banging all these younger gals, but I'm fucking bored to tears when it comes to conversation. Usually I just smile, nod, 
tell them a little life experiences, <laughs> drink heavily, and then fornicate. I finally met a really beautiful woman who is in her late 30s and fucks like a banshee. We have <laughs> equal interests. What's a banshee? Golden tea. Somebody who fucks a lot. Cocktails, <laughs> etc. Golden tea. And <laughs> that's a video. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bar game. That's the best. Yeah. And can talk for hours. Her downfall is she's a stage actress and oh. sings goddamn show tunes all the time. No. Here's this question. Do I keep on banging the youngsters and attempt to groom one to my liking? Or do I attempt to forge ahead with the actress? The actress does know my disdain for theater and her taste in music. <laughs> Anxiously awaiting some direction. Eldrick's yeah. dong. Well, good for you. Uh, First of all, Eldrick. Yeah. Proud of you, Eldrick's good, dong. Good job on the slaying of the pussy. Let's, who wants to weigh in? Kate McManus, you are a woman. You could speak from a woman's perspective. What do you, what advice do you have for Eldrick Stong? I think you should find someone that you like that's not a child. Well, that, so you're saying, you're advising him, because it sounds like he likes the actress. She plays Golden Tea. Someone that doesn't have deal breakers. Which is so I mean, is are the, the show tunes a deal breaker? Yeah, that he's got to ask himself that question. He's got to, you know what he's going to do? He's going to make a if pros If you can and cons. date someone that's always belting out show tunes, like, here's the thing. Yes. Show, T- show tunes are always a deal breaker. Oh, oh, really? It's that, it's that big a deal, huh? If she's singing it. Yeah. If she's just into it, like, I mean, Michelle's into The Bachelor. I don't watch that. So you should date yeah. someone you, can be you into have different stuff things. in common with. Like, because you're going to get well, bored. You're sound, already bored. Well, you can't sound, groom someone to your liking. But that's, a, that's a man myth. But he's announced that they do have stuff in common. They're the same age. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're, so you're advising that maybe that he needs to decide. I'm telling him that it's a man myth that he can groom a young girl right. to his liking. Yes. He should stick with someone that he has stuff in common with, that he l- enjoys their company as long as this show tunes thing is not a deal breaker. Right. So you're advising stick with the actress. Ed, you advise the that the show tunes oh, are a deal breaker. I I will no, I'll weigh in on this. Yes. All right, here's the thing young people are good for. Young girls are good for. Sex. Yeah. That's right. That's They're it. not even that good at sex. They've well, got no sex on. experience. Hold on. Hold on. As the only divorce ah. as the only divorce guy here. I'll weigh in as the final arbiter. First of all, yeah, that young pussy sounds good now. But just, you've already made it clear. But Like, these chicks haven't heard of The Clash. They don't know. They wouldn't get any of Ed Daly's Growing Pains references. He just brought up Spies Like Us. Do you think anyone <laughs> under fucking 32 has seen Spies Like Us? Dan Apple? But here... Yes. Here, one thing I should say. Yes, I'm the final arbiter here, but go on, make your case. I've been well established in my hatred of show tunes. Yes. I hate it. That's right. But here's the thing. You went to rent. When I, I, so many numbers, so many numbers Mm -hmm. in that goddamn musical. (laughs) Um, uh, When I first got together with my lovely wife, I kind of played the game in that, I pretended I wanted to hang out with her friends. Yes, not, not, yes. not that I wanted no, to, but did. I... No. No, no, no. I, ne- I never pretended I wanted to, but I did. Yeah. And then over time, 
you kind of find your pockets. And we have we have tons in common. Yeah. But what we don't have in common are her crummy friends. That's right. And so I stopped hanging out with her crummy friends. Just like if it could be established that the show tunes are not going to be part of their relationship together. She, your wife, throws dinner parties with her friends that you show up late to. I'm... I've I already brought it up yesterday. I said, "Holy shit!" Power move. It'll be Thanksgiving soon enough, and you're going to be inviting your shitty yeah. friends' husbands yes, over. That's right. You got- and I've already got to start planning the weekend so I can think of which football game I need to be at. Yes, you beefed with these guys last year. Also, yeah. I believe that your wife does not like the Beastie Boys. No, but you know what? I think I think. Uh, Adam Meowk's death caused her to appreciate it, and the fact that that's my son's favorite band. Yes, yes, yes. My kids like the Beastie like, Boys as well. They they love the Beastie Boys we don't now. Have to so like she all feels the same things, right? That's what we're saying. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you need you need to let her understand that show tunes are not going to be your thing. Right. But yeah, you're never going to find it fun to be that's talking awesome. to a young person. This the point is, and as the only divorce guy, and really the only one with any skin in the game for our guy Eldrick Stomp. I'll lay it out right here. Those young chicks are vapid. Also, yeah, they're probably pretty young and they're fun to play with, but they haven't really felt their oats. You need some... You're a man. Like, you've been around. You've done things. These chicks, they don't know how to fuck you properly. They think they do, and right now you think they do. But I bet you that that older chick who's not even old she's your age she's age appropriate she does the things you like she plays golden tea and she plays with your balls golden balls golden balls and that's important the show tunes thing super annoying also i'd be more concerned she's an actress and actresses are fucking crazy that's true and she could be hiding that from you because they're good at acting they're good at pretending so i would say one have a talk with her about the show tunes and be like, hey, I don't need you. I don't want to hear you singing The Wizard of Oz again. All right. It's super annoying. But also keep an eye out. But you don't say it like that. Right. But keep an eye out for other craziness to pop up. And also keep us informed. Let us know how it goes. Which reminds me, what happened to Johnny Football and the stewardess? Johnny Football, we need an update. What's going on with you and that Swedish stewardess? She was oh, gonna, yeah. She was going to whisk you away from your baller job, take you around the world, but she was kind of fug, and you weren't that into it. We need to know what's yeah, going on with update. Johnny. Update. Update, Johnny Football. Good luck with that, though. All right. Good Good luck, Eldrick's dong. Keep us informed. Okay. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? A few things. So this happened last week after we recorded the last episode, so it's kind of old news now, but another celeb marriage just hit the rocks. Ending with the big D. Uh, Megan Fox and Brian Austin summer Green. Summer of divorce. These two are the white trash, Bags. Brad and Angelina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Also, their names sound made up to me. Well, they probably are. Brian Austin Green? Yeah. I'm talking David Silver here. Yes. And you had Careful. to be excited. Yes. Because he oh, loves 90210. Love, well, I, like I love 902.0. I feel like there's two 90210 fans here, and I'm definitely not one. I'm not one. I mean, I feel like you guys are both. Ed's a super fan. I mean, I watched it. I'm not, it was I, on, but yeah. like, was it on in Australia? Yeah, we had it. Oh, you did. Yep. 
Um, so the couple did not have a prenup, but earnings will likely be divided in half, and Fox may have to pay Austin Green's right. spousal support right. since her career has exploded hey. in recent years, hey. and his has not. I ain't mad at him. Normally, I would say, hey, you're a man. You don't need to take oh, money Fuck that. But if the shoe were on the other foot, and trust me, I know what it's like. <laughs> You take what you can get, bud. You take what's fair. This is California. You yeah. take what's fair. They're gonna bag. have joint custody. Also, He's gonna be raising. Hey, hang on. This guy had a this guy had to jump on the grenade weekly and had to be the love interest of Tori Spelling. That's right. That's this exactly guy right. didn't get a hazard pay. He got he got probably like fifth on the call call list pay. Yeah, and he had to hook Do you think up. He was he was the most handsome. Yeah, but he was he, not. He was not. He a was the most handsome. I think yeah. he was the best looking. He yeah. was. Yeah, and he for had sure a bit he of was. Edge. Like he had some flavor. Well, yeah, he was. Well, he was. He was a horrendous actor. He wore those I mean, Lee Cavaricci pants. He was actors. a DJ. No, he had to hang dance. on a second. Yeah. How dare you? What? Dylan McKay. Oh yeah, he was, was the greatest guy on earth. Right. He was a horrendous he, actor. He had too. those sideburns. He was so one note. He was brooding. Very brooding. He brooded about. Who's that other guy they brought in? Vince. Oh, that guy was terrible. Yeah. That guy, no. Noah, he was terrible. Noah? Oh, yeah. You guys are going too deep. You guys are deep diving here. I never heard of any of these guys. Went to a few uh, after parties at his house. Oh, whoa. It was Vince. Yeah, wait. What do we know about him? Was, what do we know? Was Bag there? Well, he was sort of like late 30s and just still trying to like invite like starlets over to like hook up with yeah i don't know it seemed a bit sad uh, and he didn't really have anything going uh, on with his career vince i never heard of this guy I can't remember his name was now. what where was valerie malone at those parties no kelly she, kelly kabowski she uh, now her she, i like oh. what do you guys think was the cause of this divorce um, do you think it's because she's young and hot and he's older and unemployed i think uh, that he got controlling she's got to be super annoying she does not seem also she's got those weird thumbs Oh, yeah, she's got those freaky, like, they look like big toes, Yeah, she's right? got toe thumbs. Also, she has a Marilyn Monroe tattoo on her fucking forearm. Nothing more basic no. than people that like yes, Marilyn Monroe. Yes, it's It would be really hard to look at there's, after a while. There's also a rumor floating around that he's suffering from some mystery illness. Vertigo. He's got vertigo like Nick Asaski. No, but it says it's like taxing his um, resources. <laughs> yeah, he can't. Who's have... the guy on the Who's the guy on the Royals that had vertigo? No, he's on the Reds. <laughs> Nick Asaski. That would suck. All right, let's move on. Uh, J- uh, no, Jim Eisenreich was no, it? No, A's? He had Tourette's. Jim Eisenreich uh, had Tourette's. <laughs> also, Jim Eisenreich was a fucking Dodger killer until he got traded to the Dodgers and then oh he God. sucked and then wake me up went. when the sports that was it. So he, he continued career. to be a Dodger killer. Yeah, yeah, he, yes, that's exactly right. Good one. Okay. <laughs> yes, Nick Asaski had vertigo. Okay, continue. Um have you guys been talking about this Ashley Madison hack? We talked about it a little bit. Are there any famous names we need to know um, about besides just- just the latest being um, Real Housewives of New York's Kristen Takeman's mm. husband, Josh, has been linked to the site since... The Kristen Takeman? 2011, <laughs> under the email... Ed, you're a New Yorker. Under the email, JTZ012. Whoa. Here's, the, here's what I don't understand. Um, he paid for 62 transactions over that time, oh, apparently. You pay, how do, every yeah, time you I would like to know, can you, can you give me a rundown on like, how it works? Probably. 
I don't. And I, there I don't, are two reasons. One, I'm genuinely, genuinely curious. The other is I happen to know somebody who's. You maybe, do. You do. Yeah, I do. Like you a, do. Did you search their uh, email? How address? did you find out? A friend searched it and said, "Oh, look who popped up!" Well, now, Wall here's, Street here's person. Is this a Wall Street person? I want to start no, there's, people. there's. If you just say you have to find. So what I know about this is right now only nerds who know code can figure out mm-hmm. like yes. specific details. So like nerds said, all right, go find us the the eighteen kids person. Josh right? like, yeah. Oh, okay. But like they're searching for someone specific, right. but then like over time, as it all gets decoded, now we'll know exactly who it is. So anyway, there is one site where you could look up email address trustify and so one of my friends looked up another guy and said oh look look who's on here and it it just kind of bums me out mm. because i mean fuck it like it's got kids shit happens i don't i don't want to know any no, of this no it's none of our business yeah right like it it's a big bummer i do like knowing that that shithead christian vlogger that we were talking about a couple weeks ago of the fake miscarriage video fame but just but just like i was happy that jared from subway got pinched i am happy when i see shitheads getting pinched but at the same time like when it's somebody i know i'm like i don't want to know i i see what yeah i would i would be bummed if it's somebody i knew was on there also why wouldn't you just make up a, right, a fake email address. Right, yeah. Like I, my email address would be fucking you know, Captain uh, Vloggerschmidt. Yes. Dot com. Yes. Or whatever. Like, this Josh guy is obviously this, this is pretty embarrassing. I would. I would use. And it. also Hunter Biden. Joe but Biden how do they son. know the money? Like how do how do they charge? They charge per transaction, or yeah, they charge like for like a monthly, like all those dating oh, websites. You pay every month. Yeah. It costs money to go be an online dater. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not cheap either. Oh, my God. All right. So moving on. In Celebs Who Love Trannies, Nick Lachey, formerly of your guy's favorite boy what? band, 98 Degrees. How is this not the top story? His steamy what? past has caught up with him after a photo surfaced of him in a hot tub encounter with a transgender model named... He has Shauna, a famous wife, right? Shauna Brooks. Vanessa Lachey. Vanessa Manillo. Mm, I don't know who. She's, she's name Manillo. Did he used to have like a real? He was married person? to yeah, Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. Don't pretend oh, like you don't yeah, know yeah, he's yeah. married to Jessica. No, no, Simpson. no. I just knew there was somebody more famous than uh, you know Shauna Vashillo or whatever. You Vanessa, just... Vanessa Manillo. Yeah. This okay. uh, transgender model, Shauna Brooks, has also been linked to singer and woman beater Chris Brown. After spending the night at his Virginia home in 2014, and at one point she even threatened to, quote, spill the beans, end quote, on what really happened during their encounter. I don't... No comment from Lachey so far, but this is definitely becoming a trend. Uh, Nick Lachey is so vanilla. There's no way... I've seen the picture. He's in a hot tub. He and another guy with two chicks, and one of them is a transgender but model. But this, this could have been... He, don't, like, he, arms around, like, all, like... yes. Yes. Don't you think we should all take a stand at this point? And just not... Re- and eliminate... I mean, we talked about some disgusting words. Spill the beans is really a gross term. Like, it is gross. At this point, shouldn't we just get that out it's, of the What can I say instead of spill the beans? It's not worse than... 
I'm not it's saying not that it's not a legit phrase. It's just a terrible phrase. It's, I it agree. is terrible. I agree. I'm not buying this. Nick Lachey, there's no way he can be into trains. Maybe he was at a buddy's house and they were drinking and he's got his arms around everybody for a picture. No. It looks more intimate like, like that. I'd need to see a picture of him jerking her off. Yeah. Which I is, mean, it's suggestive, but it do? doesn't prove anything. Like, what do they do? I need to see that. Email that to me or show okay. it to me on your computer. Ski, it's like ski polling in the in the. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. The hot tub kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, we've all been in a hot tub with a transgender lady, um, right? No. no, it's normal, right? Mm. No, that is that does strike me as a little odd. You're right. Touche, <laughs> touche, touche, Lachey. Um, speaking of people who are fond of transgender ladies, on Tuesday, Kylie Another Jenner's one? boyfriend Tyga. Uh. Dropped a single off his new <clears throat> album called Stimulated, in which he raps about having sex with the reality starlet. Though upset, her family has yet to weigh in publicly. Uh, this, I, this time. I saw at this at the supermarket, you know, one of the tabloids. This was the first time I I think I'd ever seen Kylie. She looks like she's like thirty four. Yeah, she yeah. does. She does. She just turned eighteen. I've never I've never seen an eighteen yeah. year old she's look had like that. Quite the transformation, yeah, Ed, yeah. in the last. Year her, or so. Her mom's gotten her a bunch of surgeries. Um, in That's the song, weird, very weird. Tyga says, "Let's why don't you let, let's hear the lyrics." Well, of first, the song. I'm going to read the lyrics okay. and I'll play them. Okay. They say she's young. I should have waited. She a big girl dog when she stimulated. She a big girl dog. I'm putting it in. Yeah, I'm penetrating. Whoa, this guy sucks. She's at just rapping. turned eighteen. He sucks at rapping. Actually, just like as a technical rap. That's terrible. Yes, I agree. I'm play like, that's it now. not. I agree. Let's hear. I mean, it. just today I noticed I an Eminem lyric that was f- fantastic. Oh, stop it with the Eminem. Yeah, I just heard it today and it made me laugh. He said I, something like, "I was screaming till my voice was uh, more hoarse than Tori Spelling's face." <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Let's play this clip. Okay, let's hear it. I hate this guy. Okay. Well, the, it the worst part is the fact that who, whoever is producing his music decided to let him rap over the theme song of like uh, reading Rainbow. <laughs> what the fuck is Good that? Point. Good really point. Shitty. Bad Get beat. Get the fuck out of here. What is that? Uh, I'm not into this guy. Fuck Tyga. Um, he signed a contract to star on Keeping Up with the Kardashians as. Kylie's love interest, oh, so we'll be seeing a lot more of. Tyga. Oh, so you're saying that family's not genuine? <laughs> yeah, you're saying. That? Yeah. Oh, wait um, a second. I got to reassess. Yeah. This. Right. Have a think about it. Forbes released its list of the world's highest-paid DJs. Can you guys name any of these people? You think? Um, um, yeah, I can. Okay. I totally can. Okay. Who's number one? Number one guy I just learned is Scottish, and he's also friends with Taylor Swift. He produces a lot of songs for people. Uh huh. Calvin Harris. And what do you think he's right. yearly taking? What do you think his net worth is? Well, I'm going to say forty million dollars. Ed. All right. I'm going to I'm going to go with number two on the list. Uh, he was a DJ that worked mostly the Peach Pit after dark. His name was David Silver. <laughs> what do you think David Silver's worth these days? Thirty-four million dollars. He blew it all. He blew it all on meth that he was injecting between his toes. 
Yeah, yeah. He had a rough stretch between sophomore and junior year in college. Well, his his buddy... California University, the Condors. His, we got it. But got freshman it. year, his buddy, um, Scott... Scanlon. Scanlon accidentally blew his head off. The guy went to went to Texas for the summer. Yeah. Came back and was swinging around a gun at his birthday party and shot himself. That's and true. He had that sweet Lakers hat. Well, it was in the show. He had that yeah. sweet Lakers hat, but he didn't yeah. know how to pull it down yeah. properly. He no, just... he had it halfway up his head so he could have that big puff that of hair. Look. Yeah, that was a bad look. Yeah. Yes, you're okay. right. Calvin, Calvin Harris is number one okay. at $66 million. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna guess another one. Okay. Wait, what was it? What was it? Sixty. Sixty-six million dollars. Here's another. Here's Ooh, another. Great, the hammer of Thor. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, here's another. Oh, I got one. That's my jam, David Guetta. That's right. Is he? Is he number two? David Guetta's number two at yes. thirty-seven mil. Ed, I'm good at this. Okay, here's another one. He's. I don't know. Is he's like German or no? He's he's from he's Italian. He goes by the name of Testio. Testio? Yeah, is Testio that on there? That can't be real. That's a DJ, Ed. I know DJs. Yeah. His name is Tiesto. Oh. Is he, oh. Is he Italian? Um, yeah. I want to say he's... I don't know. Gee. I've met him. I've had dinner with him and I... You've met, T- you've met Testio? Yeah. Testio? Yeah, I know somebody who's from East St. Louis he's named Dutch, Gonad Jones. Not German. I'm going to say he's Dutch. Tessio. He's Dutch. He's got I'm an accent. Say he's, Dutch. he's got an accent? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yes, Tessio's number three at 36 mil. What about um, Paul Oakenfold? Is he still a thing? Well, he's a famous DJ, but he's not, not, caught, on, he's not on this list. Not on the list. Hold on, hold on. I'll get another one. Orange County's own, Newport Beach's own, Steve Aoki. He's number four. Asian guy. He's doing well, 24 Wait, mil. Is that the Benihana? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's the Benihana heir. He's tying with... Stru Skrillex. Skrillex. I know Skrillex. I know... I know, I know Benihana is so gimmicky. I enjoy watching somebody cook in front of me. I enjoy it. I, I kind of like that too. I think Ed's drunk. Continue. Um, oh, I know another one. Cascade with a K. Cascade with a K is number seven. Mm-hmm. And you're accusing me of being drunk. You, you're just spouting off DJs I, right now. I memorized these DJs. You, you'll know. I don't a know any of the songs. rest of these. Avicii. Oh, with two, uh, with three eyes. A V I I C I. Afrojack. I don't know him. Afrojack is that the guy? Dead because Mal- I get high. Yeah, that's Afro Man. Dead Mal Five. Oh, oh I know okay. Dead Mal Five. He used to go out with that Cat Von D. What about your favorite? Diplo. Oh, I love Major Laser. Major Laser. Yeah, I love Diplo. He does shit with my main man, Riff Raff. Brian's really mm. into DJs. Jody High Roller. Uh, okay, excellent. I That's love, it. Okay, I love the DJ list. Is that it for Fancy Pop? Yeah. Uh, all right. Bachelor in Paradise is going strong. Oh, yeah. We might have to do a Joe, one-off. Joe the Show's villain is, he's going down. Oh, we might have to do an all, when, when Bachelor in Paradise wraps up, we might have to do a Bachelor in Paradise episode. Of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I think we should. Uh, okay. Ed, anything else? No, I think you covered it with all that DJ the, with shit. all the DJ talk? Ed, are you drunk? No, I'm all right. Uh-huh. I'm all right. Okay. Um, I mean, you got, you got David Silver, who's, who used to hold it down at, at Nat's place. Peace Pit also, After Dark? what was Nat doing? Like, what, Why is everybody best friends with some old man? Yeah, and he had a kid one, one random episode, and then... You never heard of that kid or his crummy wife again. 
also, what was that? What was up with um, the older lady? There was like one chick that was at the high school, Andrea Zuckerman. Then, oh, I thought you were talking about Mrs. Teasley, the, the vice principal. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. She came to Donna Martin's bachelorette party at the end of the show. I don't know. I don't know. You know who I liked? Claire. Hottie. Claire, Kathleen Claire Robinson. Ar- yeah. Commissioner Arnold, and she loves to get naked post nine oh two. I know, I love her. I'm a big fan of her. Yeah, big okay. fan. And and what's her name? Uh, Vanessa Marcel. Oh yeah, was the yeah. last she's, couple of years. She's, she was a later yeah. edition. She was yeah. on General Hospital. She yeah, really she was, got down with the lip Gina liner. Kincaid. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, that was a lip liner time. Yeah, yeah, a lot very of lip liner going yeah. on. Yeah, great yeah. point. Uh, okay, excellent job, everyone. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Yeah, good job, us. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for listening, Congrats. Yes. Okay, for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus. That's me. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.